Hi everyone, my name is Alyssa Kinahan Dundas, and today you are listening to Real Shit Podcast, where we talk about some real ass shit, so uh, let's get to it. Alright, today is the 8th of May, um, and there's a lot of things I could get into, but I decided with some of the tension and a little bit of what seems like or feels like chaos... Um, I don't want to add to it. Uh, I really don't. I want to go a completely different route. And I actually want to announce that this is the final episode of Real Shit Podcast Season 1. Alright, Season 1. I'm coming back. I'll be coming back to you. But I think it's important, and I'll explain further throughout this podcast, I think it's important to take a little break, focus on myself, with everything that's going on and find peace and just fully relax. Um, and before we get into and dive into today's topic, which is um, being present, being in the now, just being, I, again, I want, like I did with my last podcast, my last episode, I want to take a few moments just to focus on your breath relax you know if, if you're fidgeting or doing something take a moment to relax sit back and i'm gonna close my eyes feel free to close yours as well and just follow my voice and we're just going to take a moment here and breathe okay so if you want you can breathe with me and take a breath in and release Again, in and out. Relax those shoulders. Let's do one more. In and out. Just take a moment to sit in silence. Okay, let's come back slowly. I like doing that um, before we, like I said, get into the the real um, conversation in the podcast and um, just start with having a moment to ourselves that we can share together and just being present and allowing ourselves to fully um, be aware, be aware of where we are presently, physically, be aware of you know what we're about to kind of dive into what we're going to be discussing what you're going to be listening to just again so you have a little bit of clarity and a little bit of peace i hope you feel a little more centered and acknowledging your breath and where you're at okay let's begin so being present again with everything that's going on i want to not focus on the past not focus on the future but focus on the now Um, I think that is very important, I think it's very crucial, and I think it's very helpful um, with whatever we're dealing with. And so basically today I just want to get into why being present is so important, the effects that it can have, how it has aided me, and some of the knowledge that I've gained about myself, and therefore how I would like to walk in the world. And again, this is something, the act of being present, and being aware of your presence 
is a practice. It's something that you just, anybody can do, but it becomes easier. It becomes um, more of a lifestyle. It becomes a way of walking, walking within yourself and in this world. And like I said, it becomes easier through practice because being truly present is all about being mindful. And I've talked about this in a few of my past um, episodes. And I actually got this, everything that I'm about to talk to you today came to me in um, my meditation session a couple days ago. And it's funny, a lot of my um, topics I talk about come from my me just meditating. And um, it's funny, sometimes, you know, I try to acknowledge a thought and let it go. And sometimes I'm a little curious, which it's okay to do in your meditation, be a little curious and maybe kind of pay attention to that thought just a little bit, see what it is, you know, decipher it a little bit. And once you've kind of grasped it enough, you know, you don't need to beat it down and try to like into like a dreamlike state where you're getting so curious and imaginative and you know just kind of look at it see it make peace with it and let it go um and it was so strong and that's what i'm a firm believer that anything that's worth your time in meditation you will remember after so it's something that you don't need to you shouldn't spend too much time during your meditation if it is that much of a value to you then you will remember it after your meditation Um, Because it's important to set time aside for yourself. And so that's what I've been doing. I'm actually on day 28, 29 of consistent meditation. I might actually be at 30 by now. I don't even know. I have a counter, but I've uh, been consecutively meditating for, um, well, I did the the whole month of April. So, um, yeah, I've got to be at past 30. Anyways, (laughs) I've been meditating every day. And I've actually dived a little bit into yoga. I think I've had seven sessions of that. So... Trying to, again, acknowledge my breath, my physical being, my body, and the ways in which they connect. So, being present. I want to talk about this because looking back on your past, um, it's not worth your time, it's not worth the distraction to look back at your past and whether it's something you miss, right? Something you um, yearn for, you want to go back to that, that that past reality, that past situation, that past you. Or if it's a bad time and you're kind of just reflecting on it and moping in it, that's not good either um, because it distracts you from the now as well as obsessing over the future, whether it's worrying over the future, you're scared of the future, or you're excited for the future, again, because also nothing is guaranteed, it's important to not be so um, concerned about both to the point that you're not enjoying the now. Because again, nothing is guaranteed. Tomorrow is not guaranteed for any any of us. So it's important to have that connection, have that acknowledgement, that awareness of of the now and where we're at. I'm going to just pull up my little notebook here because I wrote some notes for today's podcast. And so I just wrote down, not letting the past or the future control you or distract you from the now. 
And I'm, so I'm not saying to forget your past or forget your goals, or your plans for the future, but rather loosen the, the grip, loosen that grasp that you may have on those things that hold that at the end of the day, it may have on you. So it's okay to be reflective and, and think of good times um, or if it's a bad time, be reflective in how that may affect you now and again, how it may affect you in the future. It's okay to be mindful of those things. Um, you just don't want to be attached to them. You don't want to allow them to control you. So being present also means asking yourself how you're feeling right now. And I always love to do this. I like to do it. Um, I start with the physical. I, I do this in my meditation, but it's also great to do throughout the day. Take a moment to yourself and just think, and I would love for you to do this with me right in this moment, is, okay, how am I feeling physically? And this can be as so little as, do I have an itch on my nose, a little tickle? Um, do I have lower back pain? Do my feet ache? Um, do, I, do I feel heavy? Do I feel light? How am I feeling physically? Do I have a headache? Do I feel, am I smiling? Am I frowning? Am I crying? Do you know what I'm saying? So it's important to take a moment and just acknowledge your physical being. Like, how is your body feeling right now, you know? Um, and then I always like, once I've kind of taken note of certain things physically, I like to then ask myself, how am I doing mentally, emotionally? Am I happy? Am I bored? Am I sad? Am I any of these things? How am I feeling mentally and emotionally right now? And so getting into the idea of how you're feeling right now, I want to bring the discussion to impermanence. And this is something that I was taught through my meditation retreat back in Thailand. And um, impermanence is the idea that everything i don't want to say comes to an end it that is essentially what it is but it's also the idea that things are always changing nothing is stationary that includes physical pain and this so keep in mind this means whether it's getting better or worse it's no, nothing is stagnant um you're either going in a good direction or perhaps a bad direction, whether it's, again, pain's getting worse, pain's getting better, you know, headache or depression, you know, is it getting better, is it getting worse? Nothing is stagnant. Everything is always changing. That includes physical and that includes emotional. Um, I always use this with sounds, um, especially during my meditation. If I hear a bird chirping, chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> All of a sudden, I acknowledge the presence, the now, right, of that bird chirping, and I acknowledge when I no longer hear the chirping. Or I acknowledge the, the consistent chirping, and all of a sudden, a car goes by. I acknowledge that my surrounding space, that environment just changed. A new sound just entered in conjunction with, and is slowly actually fading away, right, as a car, car is um, driving away sound changes to flow forever changing so nothing is ever a flat line we're always aging you know um and so it can be it can be applied in a very literal sense and it can be applied to so many different dynamics right of of our mental state our physical being and just everything but however it's easiest for you to kind of understand and kind of 
begin those mindful intentions, right? Being aware. Um, it's a great way of first understanding what it means to be present by understanding that nothing is forever. Um, so kind of diving a little bit further into that, we get into ego, right? So the ego is kind of how you, who who you think you are, this, this existence, this being, this personality that we think we encompass. Um, a lot of times our egos are false. Um, a lot of times our egos and our distractions, actually, um, to really who we are fundamentally and just existing as human beings. So I like to apply this by saying, so you are not happy, you are not sad, you are not depressed, right? None of these things embody you. They don't make up all of, for example, all of me, Alyssa. Um, I am not depressed, I'm dealing with depression, right? Um, It's something that goes through you. It's a moment, a feeling, um, a disease, right? That is, go- that is going through you and lives through you for as long as you let it. Again, this is why it's important to separate the self and the ego. And you can read a lot about this within, um, really, in Hinduism and Buddhism um, and just meditation practices in general. But making, making that separation between the self and the ego, um, mind, consciousness, and what is the self, what is you. And so when I, I don't want to, some of you might be thinking, oh, well, you're getting nitpicky, right? Like, oh, I'm not depressed. I'm dealing with depression. And so I don't mean to get picky with our, our wording, with our phrasing, but rather what I'm trying to, to take note of or bring attention to is um, the meanings um, of these words. I want to dive deeper into the meanings of these words and how we define them and how we let them affect us. Because labels can be very limiting. And at the same time as it's good to finally, for example, let's say you are dealing with depression or anxiety, right? And you're dealing with something your whole life, you don't, and there's not a, a word for it. And finally, right, you, want, you, you get the awareness, the knowledge, okay, this is what I have, finally, right? It's, there's, there's a word for it. Like, you know, um, um, others deal with it. I'm not, there's a whole, like, there's a whole knowledge base about this, right? It's very helpful. That's actually very helpful to us for us to move forward with even understanding ourselves even better. But again, it doesn't define all of you, but rather it's a piece of you, something that you are dealing with, going through. Um, and so it's important to have, again, this acknowledgement. All I'm saying is have this awareness, have this mindfulness that... You are not limited by what the what your late what you may have, or even how you define yourself. What the labels are, um, we are not definite things. We are infinite things that are again always changing, always growing. Right? We always hope that we're growing. Um, and so I like the idea of permanence because even the feelings of joy, of happiness, are momentary. They do not last forever. So I like the idea of that because being more mindful allows you to live, to truly live and be aware of such joy, of said joy. 
and really appreciate it because you understand that it's not forever. There's going to be, you know, today, later that day, the next day, a month from now, something, you know, unfortunate could happen or you're just not, you know, on cloud 10, you know, it's just, but we're all, things are always flowing through us and with us. And so understanding, coming to terms with the idea that this high that I'm feeling will not be forever allows you to enjoy that high while you can um and actually better deal with the lows because you also understand that you're not always going to be feeling this this bad whether it's um sadness or anger or whatever those things come and go um and again when you realize these things don't define you at the end of the day it makes it easier to let go and let other things flow through, which can create beautiful opportunities for you, whether it's happiness, joy, excitement, career opportunities, moving opportunities, financial, whatever, right? A lot, letting go of certain things allows new things to come through. And again, it's important that those new things you also let go of. Don't, or, or I like to say, have a loose attachment to because you don't want it to take over you. Um, at the end of the day, you could be stripped of absolutely everything, everything, material, right? Be butt naked, shave my head. I'm not lost. My address doesn't define me. Me living in Boston doesn't define me. The fact that I play the ukulele or I practice the ukulele, I'm not that good. The fact that I write I write poetry, the fact that I do this podcast, right? Strip all of that, take it away from me. Throw away my laptop, take away my uke. This is why a lot of people at the retreat sometimes don't last because when, you, when you're stripped of speech, right? So it was a silent um, retreat. You think to yourself, who, well, who the fuck am I? If I can't describe myself, if I can't let my personality shine, well, who's Alyssa? People know me as, and I take that validation, that reassurance of, oh, I'm, I'm loud, I'm funny, I'm nice, I'm this, I'm that. And you're like, oh, well, all these things, all these definitions make up Alyssa. No, 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 no. When I'm stripped of speech, and especially because I, I like to think of myself as a very opinionated, um, <laughs> and I have to be in silence and just kind of live and meditate and be in the now, you're kind of dealing with the whole concept of, well, well what the, who the fuck, what? <laughs> like, your whole idea, because at the end of the day, you're like, well, I'm stripped of all these things, but I still exist. I'm still being, I'm still living. So, like, who, who am I right now, you know? And again, going back to right now, who, who am I at the end of the day? None of these things matter. Um, so, again, bringing attention to impermanence. The presence, being aware of yourself physically, emotionally, in the now. And so let me just go through. Okay, yes. And so I later go into my notes. The idea of just being. Just being, breathing, living, and always changing energy, really. Being present, excuse me, being present allows you to be centered, grounded, and therefore a little better balanced. And so I like the idea of this, right? Of idea of questioning who you are, what makes me, me, right? There are an infinite Alyssa's out in the world. Truly, and I don't mean my name. I don't mean my name. I mean, 
physically right now, there is one me. But of all the people that I've engaged with, all the people that I've met, their perceptions of me are different from the next person because they too have their own biases. They have their own consciousness, their own subconscious. Um, subconscious and they're dealing with their own past, present, and future. You know what I'm saying? And so how somebody perceives you, takes you in, absorbs you, your energy, engages with you is going to be different, especially depending on the environment that you're in, the mood that you're in, right? And the mood that the other person you're, you're, you're socializing with is in differs from the next. So how my mom perceives me and thinks of me is very different from how my dad perceives me and how my boss perceives me and how my roommates perceive me. There are so many different versions of Alyssa that are living in the minds of every person that I've ever met. And yet, there's only one me. And so this is why I find it so important to take the time to be present with yourself. Because at, the, because at the end of the day, you are the only person that will ever get close enough, close enough to truly understanding who you are. You have the knowledge of your past. You have the understanding of what you would like for the future. And it's about practice and putting in time to understand who you are in the present. You know what you've been through, you know where you would like to go. Now it's a matter of knowing who you are right now. And fundamentally, fundamentally, um, because no one else has that information. No one else. Now, if anything, your parents might have a better understanding of your past as a child, right? Mem of memories and stuff. But from your perspective, you're, you only have your perspective. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you are the only one that sees the world and lives in this world through your eyes. So again, there's only one physical soul of you, right? But yet so many different ideas and envisions and perceptions of who you are. There's so many different yous out there. Um, so I think that's why it's important to take the time to really sit with yourself because you're the closest person that's ever gonna understand in the day who you are. And you should love you should love that process. It's not an easy one, but you'd also learn to love who you are fundamentally and you're always gonna be changing. Um, I, I wanna read you a little something I wrote in my, my journal and I, and I wrote, I am the only person who will ever truly know the real Alyssa what she's been through, who she would like to be, and with practice, who she is, fundamentally. Yet still, I'm always growing and changing. Being more present, aware, and mindful allows you to gain better control of your future. And I put in, in quotes, better, not full control, because there are still outside forces, right? I can, being present, having a better, better understanding of who I am, allows me to have better, hmm, a better say in where I want to go. But I mean, not to be, I'm gonna be a little rash. I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Do you know what I'm saying? So like there's there, there's outside forces that play. Um, and that's why I believe that the universe, and some will call this God, but I am not a religious um, believer. I don't really believe in religions. To each their own. 
but I would say I'm spiritual. I like the idea that the universe is the only thing that actually truly has full encompassing um, understanding of who I was, who I am, and who I will be. And I say this because the universe is what created me my entire existence and all of y'all's existence you know what i'm saying so um it knows what i've been through who i am knows where all the possibilities of where i could go right because at the end of the day um our mind limits itself as well our mind plays tricks on ourselves um it'll lie to yourself and it will limit yourself that's why again it's important to separate the self from the, the the mind and more so make friends with it and i'll get into that but um even still you're the closest physical being that can ever come to understanding who you are as far as energy the universe goes i believe that is the epitome of understanding the, i mean the entire world let alone if it's going to focus on me individually knowing everything it's an all incumbent and it's an infinite thing energy call it what you want god right so that's the only thing that can unbiasedly truly know who i am um because it created me and at the end of the day it will end me as well so um i give all that power to that but it's important to to gain to gain some power in yourself right there's power with not with knowledge comes power and with knowledge of who you are in this world it's the best it's it's that's what that's i mean that's my goal in life right um and so i actually wrote in here i said because our own mind plays tricks on us um it's important to learn to work with it make friends with it instead of ignore or push it away um we do this every day to be honest um this is why music exists this is why video games exist this is why clubs exist this is why food eating has become a social thing um dancing all those joys that we do we partake in are beautiful things don't get me wrong um but a lot of times we like to embellish in them and we like to really dive into them consistently because we are fearful of the idea of being by ourselves with our our thoughts so like even if you're by yourself at home a lot of times we like to spend that time reading a book listening to music writing poetry um watching a movie tv whatever um and you can sit there and be like oh no no i'm okay by myself i can keep myself company pretty well i can keep myself um entertained great beautiful all things that you should also be doing right i'm not saying don't do those things i'm just saying acknowledge what that means for you um that at the end of the day that's time that you're not truly spending alone with your thoughts um they're distractions and I love, and it's okay, like I said, it's okay to have little distractions, especially in, in our modern world. Um, that's our life, really. That's why I like to take time out of my day. I do 30 minutes now of meditation, but even if you did do, were to do two, five, 
10, 15 minutes silence with yourself, you'll see a lot of stuff come up in your mind. And again, it's not about ignoring those thoughts, but acknowledging them and letting them go. A lot of times stuff from your childhood will come up, um, traumatic stuff. And so this is why it's actually, I find it very beneficial. I, I don't do it myself, but if you were to, meditation is not, not an easy thing because stuff that we like to push down in us and not deal with and hide away, when you're sitting by yourself with your mind and your breath, they start to release themselves and to the forefront. And it's something that you've pushed so far down that you might not feel prepared. You might not, you might even be like, where the fuck did this just come from? You know what I mean? Um, there's a reason why the things we push down work their way out of us. And I think meditation is probably the healthiest way to try to go about, one of the healthiest ways to try to go about it. Because a lot of times when we push, 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 and then when our guard isn't up, they come out in, in ugly ways. Aggression, um, self-hate, um, isolation. Um, because we can't deal with what is coming out of us. It scares us. Um, it's unfamiliar, we feel like, even though we've been pushing that, you know, pushing it down, 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 um, actively pushing it down, um, and letting things take, um, letting outside sources distract, distract us. And that is why I think one of the most beautiful things um, my meditation teacher ever said was, happiness will never leave you wanting more. Anything that has you coming back for more and more and more and more is not true happiness. Happiness is always just enough. And I've, I've referenced this before in my podcast, um, but it's still, it's still so relevant. It's still so important. I, I find and that applies to so many things. I, for me, I apply it to drinking. Um, because I realized when I took my break, I, drinking is not, it's more of a social thing. It's not something that I actually need. And so then you get into the whole idea of thinking of, okay, well, why do I do the things that I do, right? Um, even as easy as shaving my armpits. <laughs> I'm showing it to the camera. You can listen to, and watch this podcast on YouTube, see me TV. Um, <laughs> but yes, I have not shaved since the whole epidemic. And um, I find that if I ever have an issue with it, it's more so I, I get become self-conscious. Um, and, if it, and if it was such a bad um, self-consciousness where I became anxious and it was affecting me going out, then I would shave it. You know what I mean? Then we're getting into mental health. But it's not. And I realize no one really gives a fuck at the end of the day, um, let alone notices. I'm like, so I'm like waving my arms up in the air like, ooh. And like even still, it's like people don't care as much as I thought they would. They're too concerned with themselves, which is true. <laughs> um, but I'm a little, okay, got a little sidetracked there, showing my hairy armpits. Um, so getting back into the universe and um, it actually knowing you more than anyone on this world, on this planet will. Um, with that perspective, with that awareness, I have full trust in the universe. And that is because I also find so many beautiful, th life is, 
don't get me wrong, life can be fucking crazy, as you all can see and know. Um, and it can be a shit show, and it can fucking suck, truly, at the end of the day. It can suck. Um, but at the end of the day, too, life is beautiful, it's priceless. Um, I have witnessed, I have felt, I have loved things that I never thought I could or deserved to. Um, and so when I see all the possibilities of this world, um, speechless, um, truly the, the, the world is capable of anything, which really like allows me to believe that I'm capable of anything. I'm just a, a just a part of this earth as anything else. And so this is why... I actually don't have a fear of death. Now, I don't want to die, right? I enjoy living. I want to continue living for as long as I can, naturally. Um, but that's our innate nature there. But as far as fearing death, I don't. I think what does help me with this, to be honest, is the traveling that I've done because I feel like sometimes I have grabbed life by the balls and just like really put myself in situations I never thought I, w I would have the courage to do. Um, and I come out a stronger person because of it, you know? So, and also, the more you're aware and the more present you are every day and appreciative, um, the less you fear death. It's something that happens to everybody, happens to all of us. And when moments taste a little sweeter or felt a little stronger all because of you being more mindful and more present of your body and your breath um in those moments of joy and of sadness right just being more aware and i like to think more living i'm i'm okay with the idea of death you know um just as i love life and I exist, right? The the universe saw it, saw it fit that I exist, and the universe sees it fit that I must die too. I tr I trust in that process. I trust in that process. If this is what life is, um, and I just I never asked for it. I just kind of poop. <laughs> I didn't just poop. I mean, I grew and like ah, you know. But like, <laughs> oh my god, but um wow you know we grow so much as human beings it's important to look back and be reflective on where you've been and where you are now um and where you could go in the future again possibilities are endless we don't even know only the universe does or for some only god does so um if i trust it if the universe saw me fit to live and so far it sees me fit to die I'm okay with it. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm even here with a consciousness that's able to have these conversations conversations and questions, question these things. So just to end, um, just to end things, I want to read it. one more thing that I wrote in my journal and I wrote, just as there's beauty in life, there's beauty in death as well. It's all about perspective. I cannot argue with a process that created me in the first place. Just be. Um, I think in our world today, a lot of us look at death as a very unfair thing. 
and a very ugly thing. And it can be, it can be, you know, when you get into um, cancer and, you know, accidents and stuff like that. Um, Life just is, and I think it's important for us to be as is. I think the greatest thing, the greatest respect that we can give back to this universe is just being and aware of our being, right? Being, being aware and conscious of our, of, of our being, of our life. And that's why it's important to question, why do I do the things that I do? Who am I without speech and all these things? Who do I want to be? How do I want to feel? How am I feeling right now? Um, just be. Focus on the breath. How does it feel to breathe in? Feel, feel your ribs expand, your stomach, and then expand one run rib at a time. Your shoulders slightly lift and lower with each breath. All, all the muscles it takes for you just to breathe, right? And lift those shoulders a little bit and back down. And all the muscles it takes for you to put your shoes on, to lift a light switch, to brush your teeth. Your body is going constantly. We're not even taking a, a, a second just to be aware and mindful of that. Just going back to like my last podcast about when's the last time I actually looked myself in the mirror, like truly like in the eyes and just like took every feature of me in. When's the last time I like like held on to my stomach and like loved it, you know what I'm saying? Like appreciate and love the body that we have and what it's capable of doing and providing. Um, we take for granted a lot and I think I just want to take note um, of that respect um, of that awareness it's so crucial it's so important and I think when you better learn to appreciate life we'll better learn to appreciate death um, and the beauty that comes with it um, because I trust in it and I like to think sometimes that if I had the honor um, the privilege of living and being aware and, ha- and having freedom of thought there's got to be a reason we don't remember what's before and we don't know what's after. And I almost feel like our physical beings are just not, um, I don't want to say not deserving, but not capable of even conceptualizing or understanding what is before or after. And I like to think that, God damn, if I was deserving of this life and, and to be in this world and, and to experience all the beauty and the hardships that it has in this state of being, a state of consciousness for me, God damn, I can only, I mean, I can't, that's the thing, I can't imagine what's after. Sure, if it's nothing, whatever, I don't matter because I'm, I'm gone, but but if it's something right if it's something it's the thing there's always something within the idea of nothing there is just no nothing um even nothing is something um and that can get into a whole nother fucking thing but we won't dive in i think it's important um on all of our journeys to try to find beauty in death um, because all of us go through it. Um, if you haven't watched Midnight Gospel, I'm gonna totally give a shout out on the show. It's on Netflix. Um, I've had two instances. So I, I actually wrote this. 
had this whole you know thing come to me in meditation a few days ago and I watched an episode last night that kind of got gets into this and it's so crazy because there's been two episodes that I've had a conversation with my roommate before watching the episodes right about my meditation about my podcast and I swear to God that either it's that the day of later that day or the next day we watch an episode and it hits right on the nail what I talked about and I this reminds me a lot of my experience at the meditation retreat because there are a lot of times I'd have thoughts and my meditation coach or teacher excuse me would say would literally say what I just thought to myself moments later and so I would ask myself okay well why is the universe giving me these not necessarily answers but this 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 curiosity, this knowledge, but right before I'm taught it, or in this case, I watched this episode. And this for me is, um, yeah, I'm gonna say validation in my practice and that I'm doing something right. Um, I'm not the only one that thinks like this and that, yes, the the universe is like, keep doing what you're doing, you know? You're like, I'm on some kind of a right track with my practice and so, um, meditation is beautiful highly recommend um but if anything i want to end off with trying to be present so i'll close my journal say a little moment again just to end off with a breathing exercise um just as we started this conversation this podcast we want, I want to end it on the same note but hopefully now you have a lot more kind of stuff going on in the head whether you know hopefully about being present being mindful um and so I want to close off again with this breathing exercise to be present with each other all right relax the shoulders close your eyes if you would like just back feel free to breathe with me and big breath in and out feel that chest expand in shoulders lift out and come down Feel the air come in your nostrils, big breath in. Feel those lungs, feel those lungs. And out, out. One more time, big breath in. And out, slowly. if you had them closed all right i'm glad we did that together hopefully you feel more present with yourself and your breath at the least um if you have any questions or comments or concerns reach out to me um alyssa dundas 25 on instagram alyssa dundas on facebook i have this podcast on both apple podcasts um spotify in my RSS feed. I have a website as well that links to all of these things. Uh, my website is Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A-K, Dundas, D as in dog, 
www.ashleyhoffman.com. Um, so feel free to check me out there, reach out from there. Um, I had a friend reach out about meditation not too long ago, kind of asking for some advice. So I'm by no means an expert, but I am a, a practicing individual. So um, if you enjoyed today's um, conversation, please like it, please share it. And again, please comment or reach out about anything. I wish you the best. I wish you peace. I wish you calm. And I wish you a moment of stillness um, with yourself. Um, I wish you the best in that journey, in that journey of finding yourself um, and loving yourself, learning about yourself. It's a forever um, te- learning session. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. That's what life's all about. All right. Thank you guys for listening. I will end off here. Um, love you guys. Love you guys. This is the end of season one. Um, lots more coming to you season two. I already got great ideas. But again, this is all about a time of being present, taking time for yourself. Make sure you do that. You deserve it. You do, you do. Um, all right. Love, peace. Bye, everyone.